This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com. And if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller. Because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website blooms hemp b-l-o-o-m-z hemp.com you can get wax dabs pre-roll flower capsules you can get the cigarettes you can get the pre-rolled blunts you can get the the vape cartridges you can get the uh gummy bears the gummy worms the sour diesel patch you can get the uh, the, the wax the dabs all the hoodads and all that shit i don't even understand there's so many different ways now to get thc in your system it's blowing my mind you can even get soda cans seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code nerd to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at binoid.com and blooms hemp on with the show It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo of the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. Nerd up. And thank goodness I said that intro over 700 times because, man, it's so early in the morning I thought I was going to flub it. So I'm glad it's imprinted into my fucking brain. How the hell are you doing today? <laughs> You're the morning person in the house, man. I know, but today's extra early for some odd reason. I don't know what the hell's going on. Maybe because it's hump day. Maybe because it's Wednesday. Oh. How are you? I'm wonderful. I didn't yeah. do anything. 
rough, nothing. rough couple of days. Just <laughs> been long. And yeah. maybe it's because the kids are back to school. We've already got one sick. It's been less than a week of school being open. And this kid is sick already. Yeah. What the fuck, man? So that means we're going to get sick. And so it's just going to be a long couple of weeks. But we're all going to get through it together. And yeah, like I said, today's freaking hump day, man. So it's the middle of the week. We're going to make it to Friday. You said you didn't do anything. So I guess I'll tell you that I haven't done anything either. I've just been watching the show Lost. And man, I'm starting to get lost in this fucking show. It's... uh. <laughs> They bring this one fucking character in, and I cannot stand this woman. Which one is this? Is this one from Once Upon a Time? The one from Once Upon a Time. Okay. I can't remember her fucking name, but she's like the long, blonde hair lady. Yeah, she was uh, part of the Frozen cast on Once Upon a Time. I know who yeah. you're talking about now. Yeah, Elizabeth Mitchell, I think her name is the actress, something like that. And man, she is just a fucking lying bitch. <laughs> yeah. Every word out of her mouth is a fucking lie or a double cross, and I just cannot stand her. She gained all their trust, and she's on the island now, and they just revealed that she's lying to them already, so I'm like, what the fuck, man? But I'm, I'm still loving this show. It's it's throwing things at you from all different angles, and it makes you think, and I'm really, like, on this shit, man. Normally, I do not pay much attention to shows when they start throwing too much shit at you. It's like, all right, that's the quickest way to get me to check out is to make me, like, try to focus on too many things. This show, man, it's I am on it, man. Like they fucking showed a scene. I'm like, I remember that moment, and this is what they're. What, this is what happened after they did this, and I was following it, and I knew everything. Look at I you. I just don't like her. Man. I just <laughs> cannot stand this woman. I, I, it's it's nothing against the actress or any role she's played before, but in this one, I just, I she's just a fucking bitch. Yeah. And that fucking Zep guy from uh, what the, he, he his character name was Zep on those on those Saw movies. And the, yeah. the first Saw one, he was like the little bitch. Guy and he is like the main guy right now on this show. I liked him. <laughs> He's a fucking worm too, man. Yes, yeah. So this show is just, it's all over the place. I'm still loving it, but I, I I am gonna admit I do love it a little bit less since that lady came came on the show. It's just she is so fucking awful. Yeah. And they're starting to add way too many people on this show, and I'm like, okay, there you go. It's like you're starting to build a fucking city in this bitch. You know? Yeah, it wasn't. It was no longer about the people on the plane and, and yeah. the small group. It started spreading out, and it's yeah. like, okay, this is all way too much. You were adding way too much, and it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's it was still good when they started doing all that because I mean it was a good storyline, but it was like, okay, this is way too much. Yeah. I liked it when it was just the core group. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of similarities with this and Vampire Diaries actually with the whole love triangle. It's like, I mean, I I can tell you who's supposed to be being who. You've got your uh, uh, Elena is obviously Kate. Yeah. Dolph is Sawyer and uh, and, and Stefan is uh, Jack. Yep. It's the same exact fucking storyline except for these people are alive. The other people wish they were dead. So it's like, you know, what? what I, I don't fucking... It's just a weird... Uh, it, it's, it's so fucking similar, the storyline. It's like, okay, you've got these two people on the cover of every magazine. It's Jack and Kate, Jack and Kate when the show is around. It's Jack and Kate, it's all you hear. The preview is Jack and Kate. So you assume that these two are going to be the ones that are in love. And then, not even like six episodes in, they're already done with that relationship, and they can't stand each other. But they, but they respect and they work together. I don't know. It's it's, it's a good show, man. I'm really fucking into this one. I tried to watch that show, uh, Discovery of Witches. Yeah. And I liked the first couple episodes, but that show moves so fucking slow. Mm-hmm. It checked me out immediately. I was like, yeah, this is just not for me. It, it feels more like a romance story to me. Yeah, and it does a lot of weird shit that I just did not expect. I thought it was going to be like, a, all right, they're going to be doing badass vampire witches. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fighting humans and killing motherfuckers. And oh yeah, it's not it's not that type of show. I did not expect this. 
like, what the fuck am I watching? You got like water births going on and shit. And <laughs> yeah. A lot of people just standing there talking. Like you can rip someone's throat out and shove it up their asshole and then fucking you know, do all sorts of crazy shit, but you're just standing around talking next to a fucking fireplace in a beautifully built together oh, beautiful room. Beautiful setting, yeah. This show does great camera work. Every yeah. five seconds they're showing you an overhead shot and I'm not complaining. It, beautiful yeah. landscapes that they used. And the comment that I keep making is, man, it, it looks like one of those puzzles my mom used to put together. Mm-hmm. Like the Thomas Kincaid yeah. uh, type things, yeah. Yep. Like glue the fucking thing together. and ne- I don't even know what happened to these puzzles. She would put them together, and then they would vanish from fucking... Yes! A- she would open a black hole and throw it in there, and it would just disappear after she completed the damn thing. My mom had a big-ass wooden board that she would do these, like, 5,000-piece puzzles, yep. and she would glue them, but they would never end up on the wall. I don't know where they went. Mm-hmm. How the fuck are you going to have... She did it every time. <laughs> like, you have the patience of a saint when you're putting together these puzzles that take you... I don't even know how long, but the second I open my mouth to ask a question, you tell me to shut the fuck up and go outside. <laughs> I just don't understand this shit. That's pretty much all I've been doing. I've been watching... I like the, the, the powers on that show, though. Very cool looking stuff. Yeah, it, it was yeah. different. It wasn't like fucking stupid ass protection spell bullshit. Mm-hmm. It was like really cool witch powers that they had when they used them. They just don't use the fucking things. You uh, almost forget they're witches and vampires. What I didn't like what I was trying to say when I when I watched the show was that I feel like they thought it was going to go on for many many seasons. So the storyline did drag out. Like she didn't figure out her powers for a while. Mm. That drove me nuts. And then the whole storyline with the book. All I kept thinking to myself by the time season two came was, just get the fucking book. Yeah. And it goes all the way to the end. And I'm like, man, they stretched that shit out so fucking long. Mm. <laughs> like, just, just. But I did like, I liked that show a lot. Um, and their powers were really cool. It was, mm. it was different than the teeny bopper other shit it yeah. just didn't move as fast I it, guess. it was it's a pretty boring show yeah. <laughs> it's just about over there's only two more to go and I'm like eh, um, it, it's a good looking show it really is I the only thing I watched I finished the, the Spanish Princess that was really good and then we jumped to fucking France for some we spent all this time all like three or four shows in fucking England and I'm completely invested in this freaking whole family line mm-hmm. and then they jump to fucking France and I'm like, what the fuck? And I kept trying to figure out how I knew the name Catherine uh, de Medici or whatever. And I'm like, how the fuck do I know this bitch when I've done no reading on her at all? And I finally figured out it was from watching this uh, CW show called Rain a few years back. And I'm like, who is this woman? But this one, I, this one's not as good as the other, the other shows that are based on on these books. Like I don't, I, this one, like they try to make it like funny. A discovery of witches, right? I'm, I'm I'm just looking at something real quick. Yeah. That these these were books, and I was looking up because I was going to tell you that that show I was watching it was a book series by a woman yeah. named Deborah Harkness. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to let you know before it's a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So you can get those books. My BFF read the books. Oh, did she like the books? Loved the books, and now likes the show. So maybe that was my problem, is I didn't fucking read the books. I would oh never no, I read didn't these read the books. books. But I did. I remember yeah. when I watched it, I um was thinking about reading the books and then I got sidetracked on these shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but The Serpent Queen is good. It's just, um, they're trying to make it funny and it, like it's not as serious as the other mm-hmm. ones. Like, it, just go back to being serious because I'm, I'm like cracking up with some of these one-liners and you know damn well they weren't like that back then. Like, give me a break. It's the 15 fucking hundreds and they're not being, you know, well, like, they're not saying some of this shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, like telling your mom jokes. Yeah, it's just like, okay, the, 
I don't know. It's just it's it's more comical than it is um, anything else. So I'm not liking this as much as I liked the other shows about the Tudor family and and, and all them. So mm. I don't know. But I'm almost done. I only have two more episodes, and then I'm done until apparently season two doesn't come out until next fucking summer. <laughs> What's that? The Serpent Queen. Like it's been two years since it's been out. Mm. We gotta wait another. And then with the writers, writer strike, who the fuck knows? So by the time it comes out, I'm not. I'm not even gonna remember that I watched the show. So it doesn't even fucking matter. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it. I don't know what I'm going to next. I uh, I had a little bit of hope for Big Brother. I am. I'm back on board. I'm happy again. So mm-hmm. I can't wait for, for tonight's episode of tomorrow. So I, I am back on track. And next week's gonna be good. Oh, so Jesus. get these motherfuckers the hell out of my house, man. Oh, <laughs> just get them the... We survived the fucking week, and that's all I want. Just get me out of this week. We survived. We're good. You're saying we as if you're on the I, show. I'm like, I'm telling you, get these fucking two idiots out of my fucking house. Yeah. I don't want them in there anymore. I'm done with you. Mm. Goodbye. So you're going to be the one that affects fucking them. go next week. You're going to put their fire out or their tiki torch? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to put their I'm tiki gonna torch fire out? I'm going to kick them right in the back and get them the fuck out of the house. Someone's yelling, wrong show, idiot. Yeah, Survivor. <laughs> um, that's starting up again. Another one that never fucking ends. Yeah, and an Amazing Race is starting up next week, I think, so... Why don't we just combine all the reality shows into one so we don't have to have fucking 50 different shows invading <laughs> every night of fucking week of TV? Like I put, need stuff to watch. You've got to spread them out. Well, instead of putting Big Brother in a house, put them all on the Survivor Island and then have them do all their stupid shit and then you can mix in the alcohol and then have one of the girls be looking I for wish. a date and the guy being a bachelor and you could put it all together and they can dance at the end and you could have a winner and then they can sing and do a talent contest and you have all the shows. I wish they would do that more often with putting people on Survivor or Big Brother or whatever. Like, this is the first time Big Brother ever put a Survivor player on there. Mm. She's too goddamn good with the social game. Like, I, she's, I was excited when she got in there, but she's just been running the show the whole time. Like, she's got to go. Yeah. I, like, she's pissing me off and no one's ca- no one was catching on until last week. So, but like, I would love if they would mix it up a little bit. Instead, they just throw them all to fucking the challenge. Like, oh, you were good on this one. Maybe you'll be good on that one. It's like, no, put them on a fucking island. See how they survive out there. Just put an alcoholic, <laughs> a drug addict, a fucking horrible father with like 10 kids that hasn't seen any of them. And it's called the show Trainwreck and see who comes out on top and gets a second chance. Like, it's rehab. gets a few dollars in her pocket. Put like a homeless guy in there. <laughs> put like a murderer. Put like a cop that's on the take. A bunch of bad people. You put them in a house. And I'm you fucking see what happens. I'm hoping they do another celebrity one. I'm giving away million dollar ideas right now. I wonder if anyone's listening. Last year they had that fucking, what the hell was his fucking name? Todrick Hall? Oh my god. And that Misha? Was that her name? That fucking stupid fighter bitch? I want to to rip my hair out with those two. But Mm -hmm. please put more celebrities in that house. It's good. She but those fucking, two pissed me off. She was a decent fighter. She was like a middle-range fighter. She had a good name because she was cute and everyone liked her. Uh, and her her nickname was Cupcake. So yeah. it's like, oh, you got you, you got this badass fighter, the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey versus Cupcake. Cupcake. God. <laughs> she got her ass kicked too. But no, that was a pretty good uh, show though. I don't know. And the one you described, maybe I'll check that one out next. Who knows? The Serpent Queen? Probably not. I will not. No, you will not. And you had to start at the beginning, which was the White Queen. You got to start giving some better recommendations. Listen, uh, just listen. (laughs) (laughs) Your BFF liked the Discovery of Witches, so I I, I wanted someone. So I don't have a BFF at work anymore. 
Oh, that's right. She is officially fired. Because now I sent you a video clip. Yeah. And I also sent it to my to my real BFF because I'm like, you gotta check this out. This is this is what I do at work all day long. And it's they put me in like three other ones together with with, with the work BFF. And they were all talking and, and cluck cluck clucking. And then I sent one of the videos to you, and it was the woman was like crying her eyes out and talking to the other woman, the woman that was crying, because I mean, they, all three of them were sounded the same. They were talking over each other. It was crazy. It was talking about like how how they slipped and fell and like lost their teeth or some shit. I don't I don't remember what the fuck she said exactly. I don't, maybe you remember, but she like hurt her, her mouth or something, and something happened, and she was crying, and she couldn't continue with the role play session because you have to learn the job and role play with each other, practice and shit, and that's what they put us together for. That was the point of the BFF thing. So I'm, I'm just sitting there like, this is fucking stupid. I was ignoring it. I always leave my camera off and I'm playing video games because I, I mean, I'm... Yeah, everyone yeah. else's camera was on in that clip, but yours... It my was, shit was off. The audio was, was off. Just a little circle with nerd in it. And that yeah, was, it that says was... nerd. <laughs> just leave them alone. Like, there's an end there. It's it's not for nerd. It's for no talk. <laughs> so, no talk, no video. But they're talking. I'm like, whatever. And then I'm just going back to my shit. And then... The rest of the day was just really quiet. And everyone else got put into another room. And I was by myself. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? And I was just happy. I thought there was a glitch. I didn't say anything. Next day, it was really quiet. Nothing happened. And then the, the supervisor told me that, you know, you guys got to be more mindful about your attendance. And if something happens, you got to let us know. Because training is mandatory. You got to learn a job before they put you out there. Apparently, she just said fuck it after she hurt herself. And just didn't want to come back to work. And thought her crying in a room with was a few other people was enough as like an alibi. To just... Ditch work and not even fucking tell people, so they got rid of her ass. So I am very happy to lose I, this, this one. These jobs that you go for, like they crack me up. It's not the jobs, yeah. it's the people. Like this has happened. Your work at home. This has happened for every single job since COVID. Since you've been yeah. home working, yeah. every job you get, there people drop like flies. Like they don't it. show up for work. They call in sick. Drunk. They use their time immediately, and it's like. Yeah. You're home. I don't understand. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't consider it work when I'm at home. I'm You're just home hanging the training. fuck out. I'm doing shit I like doing. I'm fucking hanging out. Every watching time. TV with my BFF. Fucking <laughs> coming out and harassing you and the kids when I fucking feel like it. Petting the dogs when I want. I'm yes. getting the mail in my underwear. Like, what the fuck? I'm doing what the fuck I want. These people just don't show up. It's, it Dude. just it boggles my mind. It's so I mean, crazy. I would say, like, hey, if I was in a physical environment and someone's calling out, but like, man, this person just doesn't have a good work work ethic because they, they don't want to get up and come to work. Right. They're lazy. When you're at home and, and you're, like, five minutes, ten minutes late every day or you're just not showing up to work, what the fuck? You've got some serious issues there because, I mean, you have to work. There's something in everybody's body where you have to have a purpose. We're like dogs. How, like, some dogs, they look for shit to do. That's why they bite up your furniture because they have this energy. They're trying to get focused somewhere. We're the same way. If we don't have a job to go to or something to do, we're going to be looking like Chicago or New York and robbing fucking stores and causing shit, fires in the street and riots. Well, you, you go to work, you get up out of bed, you walk across the room, you're in your sweats in a bathroom. Yeah. How hard is that for it's, these people? I mean, it's fucking simple. I, I don't understand it, but some people are just built differently and these people aren't built at all, man. They're just built to fail and, you know, good luck to you there, old Biff, if you're out there. Oh, God. Good luck to you, you fucking idiot with your fucking busted grill. But that's it. I haven't done shit, man. I'm very excited because this Friday we're doing a live show, and, I, and I'm and i very excited for that one. I, I can't wait. What about you? Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. But we got a lot of shit to get into here today, so let's hop on into it unless you got something else you want to add. 
No, I've I've done nothing, man. It'd be live feeds and then uh, Serpent Queen. I will be done with that, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing after after that's over. I'll have to find something. I've got two great recommendations for you. That I mean, I don't understand. I I I will take if any recommendation. If you say heels, I'm gonna punch the freaking wall. I'm not watching it. Severance. Uh, no, that's another one. No, thank you. Best show I've seen in years, Severance. I gave it a far. shot. Mm. I gave no, it a shot. Yes, I did. Ten minutes in sleep. <laughs> you gotta watch the full first episode. Oh. You see, I have a rule, man. If someone recommends me a show, and I was just recommended Alias. Yeah. So I'm gonna give that one a shot. And I, I, I like Jennifer Garner. I'm not the biggest CIA spy fan out there, so I may not like this one. But I'm gonna give it a shot. And I'll give it like two to three episodes, because that's that's my, my new rule. I used to cut things off if I didn't even like the title. I'm like, fuck this shit. If I don't like the intro music, I'm cutting it off. Now I try to give it a fair shot because I've given shows a fair shot before in the past and it's it's worked out pretty well. Vampire Diaries of all fucking things. So I'm going to give this one a shot and see if I like it. I'm also next after uh, Lost. It's going to be fucking hard to get rid of this one, man. Lost. It's going to be a fucking heartbreaker because I, I look forward to this one. Like I go to sleep for like a couple hours I get and I think about the show and then I wake up in the middle of the night and I'll, and I'll put it on. Like I'll, I'll be peeing in the bathroom with the show on and I'll get like 10 minutes and I'll try to lay down again and I'll be like I was thinking about the show and I'll turn it right back the fuck on it's, what are you watching it on? Uh, what the fuck is it? Prime oh okay so I, I get commercials every once in a while but they got the full series on there But it's because I was trying yeah. to figure it out I'm like I wonder what episode he's on and then I went on Hulu I'm like he's not watching bitch. it he's not even watching it <laughs> I'm like where is he? I didn't know it was on Hulu yeah I'm like I can't find him anywhere <laughs> well, that's how I find um, shit though you, you have to ask the remote you say hey Siri where is this and yeah. it'll pop up with all the options if it's free or not I did say, you reminded me of Prime I did find two shows on there that I, I'm thinking about starting but they're only like one season so it's nothing like I can mm-hmm. really get into get into yeah. but I can't remember the name so if I start those I'll, I'll bring that up on Friday I like those. You don't have to have 317 or 27 but I know, episodes. But it keeps me busy and it keeps me yeah. like, oh, I don't have to look for something for mm-hmm. a while. Severance was only like eight or nine episodes and I fucking, I was so impressed with that show. The handful episodes they came out with in one season to me meant more than like, you know, fucking 10 seasons of another show. So, all right, well, let's get on into it here. And uh, someone's celebrating a birthday today. You know that? I can't fucking believe it. Today's the 20th of September, which means someone out there is uh, blowing out their candles all alone. With no plans tonight, except for this Florida Man story from us at Voices of Misery in Florida Man, where this guy is accused of putting on a helmet and charging into a nine-year-old kid at football practice. Now, I have mixed reactions to this one because I played sports when I was a kid, and this happened many times. Our coach would put on a helmet and pads and come out there and fuck us up, and it was acceptable back then. So I don't get it. It made us better players. It did. Because, I mean, like, if you're a 10- or 11-year-old kid, and, and you're playing against, like, 12, 13-year-olds. They're going to be naturally stronger than you and bigger than you. So who better than a fucking grown man to knock you around? It teaches you how to get hit. You know what I mean? It, that was how it worked for us back then, and no one complained. The parents, That's crazy. The parents loved it. The guy, I mean, he wasn't going out there and, like, beating us up. He was just, like, giving us a little bit, you know, more than what the average kid could put out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he was being responsible. Anyway, a Florida man is facing charges for allegedly attacking a child at a Little League football practice. I never heard of Little League football. It was Pop Warner when I was a kid, so they were already fucking dumb and have no idea what the <laughs> fuck they're talking about. Little League is baseball. <laughs> Pop Warner is football, you fucking idiot. 
And, and, and the language here, and, and if you can tell, this one pisses me off because this shows how fucking overly sensitive people are talking about shit. They have no fucking clue what they're talking about, obviously, with Pop Warner football. And the language is important. Attacking a child. Yeah. Oh, he probably went out there, put the pads on, did what my coach did to us when we were kids, and just knocked him around a little bit and fun, and then took him out for pizza <laughs> afterwards. But anyway. So he was seen initially arguing with the coaching staff at the practice held at Longleaf Elementary School on September 20th. Deputy said Taylor was upset after his son was overpowered during a scrimmage. So his son sucks, and he was like, oh, fuck, no one makes my kids look like shit. So this guy, he immediately got a helmet and placed it on his head, then got in a football kneeling stance. <laughs> Witnesses told deputies they saw Taylor run and hit the child's chest with the helmet. According to the arrest report, he's also accused of grabbing the child and pushing him several feet before coaches intervened. Ugh, yeah, that, all right. He was released from jail on a $30,000 bond. <laughs> Can't do that, man. Yeah, this guy took it a little bit too extreme. See. Helmet right yeah. to the chest. Oh. Mm-mm. See, I was thinking this was going to be a story about like a coach or some shit, like going out there in the field and just showing the kids how to play. But yeah, yeah you push the motherfucker, man. I mean, you put the helmet in the kid's chest. You can't do that shit. You're not supposed to do that. This guy's oh. a motherfucker. He, he deserves it, I guess. So His son sucks. Yeah, he, <laughs> he wanted to go show him how it's done. Everybody gets knocked around. It's football. You can't always come out on top, man. Your kid's not going to be the greatest thing in the world. It does suck if you see your kid failing at something. You just want to go out there and give him a fucking hug and tell him it's all right. But that's not the way they learn either, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm glad that one wasn't what I thought it was going to be because I was really ready to flip the fuck out. Because <laughs> you know how people are, man. Like, you have to be ready for this shit. It's a fucking recent article written by some idiot that doesn't know the difference between Little League and Pop Warner. So, right. so let's get on into it here. Did you see that video games are going to start having a disclaimer now before the, the game starts? Don't they already? A different kind. Con- not the epilepsy seizure one. It's oh. uh, a different one now. Where they're they're talking about insensitive cultural cultural depictions in, in video games. Fuck off. You know how a lot of games have like historical references, like Call of Duty. You go back and fight in World War Two and stuff like that. But it's also you also yeah. know it's a video game. Yeah. And what goes on in the game isn't exactly how it fucking goes down. Come on. Now, when you think of games that could have racially insensitive tones, you would probably think like Grand Theft Auto or something like that, right? This is fucking Mega Man. What the fuck is Mega Man? It was an old Nintendo game where you're like this little white dude with a robot suit on and like a gun arm and he hops around and the game is fucking terrible. I never liked these. Uh, Hmm. They were too difficult for me as a child so I (laughs) I stuck to other shit. I, I fucking hated Nintendo, man. That system was fucking garbage and designed to make children break shit. You fucking play Contra, there's like a million bullets all over the screen, and you get tapped by one, and you're fucking dead and got to start from the Why beginning. Why are you playing the hard games? Play the baby that's games like fuck, me. That's all I had. <laughs> I had that and DuckTales. Even the fucking DuckTales was a fucking hard that game. fucking stupid dog. Yeah. Freaking laughing his ass off because you missed. <laughs> fucking Duck Hunt. Fuck that game. But yeah, Mega Man is the one that's being taken the task here, and Capcom is choosing to acknowledge insensitive cultural depictions in its recently released Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection via a warning message at the start of the game. So fans who spotted the warning have praised Capcom for being bitches. Uh, (laughs) Capcom values diversity and and inclusivity within its games and its community, the disclaimer notes. Please be aware the games in this collection may contain some cases of insensitive cultural depictions that are presented as originally created to preserve their authenticity. I mean, 
you're apologizing for the past. You should never apologize for the past. You acknowledge it, you accept it, and you move on and do better. That's what you fucking do, right? I don't think these messages need to be put out there. Just do better. Exactly. That's all. Like, why do we have to go back to that? We don't need to bring it up. Like, you, okay, you've learned. Now just do yeah. better. Like, I don't... Why does this have to be a conversation? You don't even have to fucking acknowledge the past. If you, if you really don't want to, saying. you don't like, even have cares? to acknowledge it. I mean, yeah, fucking, that was back yeah. then, and now make a better video game. That's all. I, I just don't understand the point of, like, rehashing shit over and over again that happened fucking hundreds of years ago and talking about, it, like, we can make a change and, and change the past. You can't change the past. You can only mold the future, so... I don't know. I, I think it's stupid, and uh, I think the next game that's going to get that disclaimer would probably be Resident Evil 5. Remember that one when it came out? Which one was that now? The one where they were in Africa, and oh my goodness. Before oh, I... 5, with, with Sheva. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Holy fuck. Remember the backlash and Resident yeah, Evil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capcom folded before. I'm surprised they didn't fold during that one. I guess they still had one ball left before. I had Cap... fun playing that one, though. Yeah. That, was the, that was one of my favorite ones. We had a lot of fun with that one. I love that one. We would play that for hours. Except for one fucking stage. Yeah, I would put the controller down. You go do it. <laughs> and I would fucking yell and scream. And you you had to pack the, the kids Western and leave one? the fucking house. This dumb bitch. The second the fight starts, man, she uh, fucking runs to her death. It's like it's like all right, ready, set, go. But Dead. you would you would have me log on. Yep. Be hurt because I love being hurt. Mm-hmm. And hide. Mm-hmm. Like, just go stand over there and don't move. And I'm like, okay, just don't do shit. Let me just fight this guy real quick, and I'll get it done. The computer's designed to work against you in that game, but oh, I don't know. That but game was fun. Coming to a video game near you, wokeness people. <laughs> All right, so this is a very sad story. You know that I'm a fan of, like, what's my favorite part of a woman? And and number one is always ass. eyes. I, eyes is always number no, one. No, it's not. No, it's, ass. it's eyes. Eyes is first. No. After eyes... It's ass. It's ass. It is all ass. Everyday ass. <laughs> number no, one, eyes. Number two eyes. is ass. Get the fuck very out close, of here. number two. I love eyes and then I love ass. Now, this is a very sad story for me because this woman said her butt was chopped off. So stop <laughs> the presses. <laughs> her butt was chopped off after she was sucked into a boat's propeller. She's been documenting her hospital journey. She's standing up, obviously. She can't sit. As shocked viewers pray for her recovery. This is a sad story. This woman, her name is Kenzie Hunt. She was run over by a boat and sucked into the propeller while tubing in August. After a scary boating accident, the woman's been documenting her long and painful recovery journey through her sister's TikTok and you don't stop, stop. Ooh, no, come on. I want to sex you up. Dude, I can't. The sun's not even up yet, man. I know, but I am. <laughs> Earlier this month, a 20-year-old Kenzie Hunt told viewers her butt was chopped off by the boat's propeller, which means there's an ass floating around in the ocean. <laughs> what you meant? God. Listen, she was unable to sit for three months properly. Mm. So she's doing that seat, uh, that seating uh, position that people do when they have constipation or they have to shit really bad. They're laying perfectly straight. Yeah. And they're, they're like in a seat and their ass isn't touching. That's awful. Hunt her sister Sydney, who has an account with over 50,000 followers, because that is important to this woman getting her ass chopped off, so many followers she has. She began documenting her hospitalization in late August, several days after the injury occurred. The Utah-based sisters have since made over a dozen videos related to Hunt's recovery. In an August 30th video that had been viewed over 2.5 million times, Hunt explained how the incident unfolded. She was on a girl's trip here in beautiful South Carolina. With friends and decided to go tubing one day with one of her friend's boyfriend's friends, whatever the fuck that is. Her friend's Her boyfriend's, friend's boyfriend's friend. friends. Yeah. Okay. 
Man, that's like a fucking second cousin right there. That's can't she fuck them without sounding weird? Uh, when one of the girls fell off her tube, one of the men driving the boat went to pick her up. He made a really sharp U-turn, and the rope was really slack. And he just came, hit me head on, and I was laying on the tube head first. She recalled. Then her, her ass was sucked under the boat, got hit by the propeller, and was whipped by the rope when she came up from the water. Uh. It got my butt pretty good, so my butt was just kind of open, she said in the uh, video. I felt it, and there was just blood everywhere. Isn't your ass already open? You just open the cheeks and go, hello. It's like, hello, 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 hello. You're an idiot. Hello, hello. She said her sister jumped in the water to help her and was in shock upon seeing the blood. She said the guy in the boat lifted her up and had to put her butt back together. Oh, my God. The cops were called, and she was quickly transported to the hospital, she said. In total, she was left with a gashing butt injury. Propeller bruises going down her leg, deep cuts and fractures on her foot, and a pelvis fracture. She said she also needed an ostomy bag, a medical device to collect waste for six months. Oh. So there you go, man. I, I, I guess the pain was soothed by her 5,000 followers and 2.5 million likes or what the fuck she's got going on. Because they keep mentioning it in this article. They kept talking about how many followers she had. But yeah, they. Uh, this is fucking crazy, man. She had... Two hospital stints in South Carolina. She was totally hospitalized for 18 days and returned home on September 1st. First thing she did was make a TikTok video and said it was freeing and relieving to finally be able to go home. So this poor woman, man, she's uh, trying to raise some money to get some help here. What do you think about this? Your ass getting cut off, which means there's a pair of butt cheeks floating around in South Carolina. Get it sewed up together. You got yourself a realistic toy. you have a GoFundMe? Of course she does. Of course. It's going to be uh, need to be reconstructed there. Can you guys donate to save this girl's fucking ass, please? <laughs> she needs an ass. How the hell does she shit now? <laughs> like, it's just... She told you she's got, like, some kind mm. of fucking device. I may need one of those fucking ostomy bags. Shit. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, you just agree with me. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> it's gross. All right, what do you got? Um, oh, man, that's gross. Mm-hmm. A Connecticut man tried to stop two carjackers from stealing his Aston Martin sports car. But his heroics fell short and ended with him getting a video recorded beatdown. Did you see this video? Mm, I don't think so. I want to see it. Ring camera footage captured the intense battle between the masked thieves and the courageous man in, in his garage at his Westport home on Sunday afternoon. The man is sitting behind the wheel of his luxury vehicle when the suspects brazenly walk in and confront him. He's in his own garage. Yeah, <laughs> these fucking people just come out of nowhere. If, he, if he's a guy like a, like a handyman, that garage could be like Kevin's fucking house from Home Alone. He can fuck yeah. you up. <laughs> one perp throws one. <clears throat> one perp opens uh, the driver's side door and orders the guy out, but he refuses, and the two get into a tussle. The other perp hurries over to help his buddy, but the man is able to briefly fend them off. Turning more aggressive, the assailants yank the man out of his seat and toss him to the ground before jumping into the car. As they're about to pull away, the man stands up and starts fighting with the driver while screaming out for someone to call the police. That only makes the thieves angrier, and they begin pummeling the man as the video cuts off. (laughs) A rep for uh, Westport PD said the suspects sped away in the car and are still at large. The victim suffered minor injuries. So this happened on Sunday. That car is gone. Yeah. It's Wednesday. There, you ain't getting it back. There's, no. it's, it's gone. It's stripped down. Probably sitting yeah. in some fucking garage somewhere. A nice ass car. Like they went into his garage. Like they were waiting yeah. for his ass. I don't. That's awful. That's a shame. You can't have nice shit. No, because that's the thing. You have something flashy, man. Someone's yeah. gonna. It's gonna catch someone's eye, and like that's yeah. that's all you need. Yeah. 
They they obviously knew that he had the that nice car and they were sitting there waiting for it. I don't know. I was actually talking to a guy, the guy that owns the yellow Lambo down here. We we see it parked everywhere. He came in to the place that I was doing a little side hustle one night, and he came in and he was he was like he was like a cool guy, but you, you could tell people like to have really nice cars. They got a few bucks in their pocket. They 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 just act weird. Yeah. He was like a really weird guy, and he was like he had a few drinks, and he was telling me how like the fucking car that he has, it's like yeah, it's really nice and it costs a lot of money, but. It costs more money to get the little fixes because people key that shit all the time. They see yeah. it. Oh, look at this asshole done a key it just because they don't they, they don't know him. They're just jealous of the car, so they'll key the car. He's like, you know how much money I spend to get this thing fucking buffed and waxed and fixed and cleaned up? Because <laughs> people are always throwing shit on it. They're fucking with them and shit. That's the price of people. Yeah. People are awful, man. That's what happens when you have flashy shit. That's why I drive a fucking bullshit-ass car, and, you know, it looks like every other car down here. No one fucking knows. If, if someone that has the same make and model car kills somebody and gets caught in a security camera, but they don't get the license plate, fucking, there's going to be, like, 50,000 suspects in Myrtle Beach because we all got the same fucking car. <laughs> I know. We do. Immediately, everyone's they're just going to have to set up police stations all over the fucking roads just to pull over every single car you well, see. To the point where people actually come up to the car thinking yeah. it's their car. Every time. Russia Potley, the one day, the guy's like staring at us. and like, can I fucking help you? He's like, yeah, look at my... I'm like, holy shit. We look like UPS. <laughs> all leaving at the same time. You see all the trucks on the road. All right, so I got a couple here for you. So this Buffalo Bills fan, and Buffalo is known for having some really... Stupid fucking football fans, man. Seriously. This fan was found naked and covered in shit after falling down a hole by Highmark Stadium. I have, yep, I had that story. You have it? Yeah. You go ahead and read it. Uh, a construction site at the home of the new uh, Buffalo Bills Stadium received an unexpected visitor on Sunday as the team took on the Las Vegas Raiders. Police were called to the area uh, via Air County Community College security as they handled the area outside the fencing. As authorities approached the Air County Sheriff's Office, said a 29-year-old naked man who was covered in feces jumped into a pit at the construction site in Buffalo. Officials said the man was under the influence of a mixture of drugs including alcohol, LSU, cocaine, and marijuana and needed Jesus. to scale a 10-foot fence just to get into the site. Was that all at one party he went to? Or, <laughs> I mean, that tailgating, it's like a Which smorgasbord of food. Alcohol, L LSU, cocaine, and marijuana. Yeah, he, this dude was fucked up. LSD or LSU? It says LSU. I don't mm, know what never, that is. I've never heard of it. Some, somebody knows. Unless it's a typo. It could be a typo or a new drug that I've never heard of. Any one of those things is all you need to have a good time. I mean, you put all that shit together, you're looking to die, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> How old was he? 29. So, young God, man. Idiot. Um, Erie County Sheriff John Garcia explained the situation in a press conference on Monday. When you're taking LSD... Okay, you see, that was a, um, typo. a typo. When you're taking LSD, cocaine, and marijuana, you're going to not read the signs. You're going to not read anything, Garcia said. You wouldn't be in a porta potty jumping inside it, covering yourself with human excrement. You wouldn't be doing that. This is a very isolated issue. This dude jumped in. He was so fucked up. He jumped into the porta potty and, like, swam in the shit. Covered himself. Dude. Came out and was like, I'm jumping this fence. Uh, like, this dude was on another fucking planet. I think that's the LSD. I don't think, I mean, <laughs> alcohol makes you do dumb shit, but I don't think alcohol will make you go that stupid. In a porta potty, yeah. jumped into the porta potty. Yeah, I, I think his body just didn't know what the fuck to do. You've got <laughs> uppers and downers and psychedelics in your system. You, it, it, it's confused. You got all this shit working against this each other. This is a. I mean, 
This is, I don't know. Authorities said the man was taken to the hospital for minor injuries. No one else was injured. The sheriff said the people the man was with left him and entered Highmark Stadium for the game. So they just, dude, you're too fucked up. We're going to go see the game. Leave your ass behind. Mm. They just left his ass there. He said officials wanted to speak to anyone who was with him or interacted with him. The new construction site is located across from Highmark Stadium. The man was not identified. He was charged with criminal trespass and released on uh, an appearance ticket. This dude was fucked up, man. Like, what kind of tailgating is that? That's just an awful lot of shit. It's like when you go to Costco and they've got all the people set up with samples. I think that's what he was doing at the tailgate. He was just going around. He had a beer here. He had a little LSD over there and maybe an edible. Some lines God. of Coke. He was just all over the place. He jumps into the porter pie and the friend's is like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's too much for me. You're like midline <laughs> snorting and you see him doing that. You just put the fucking straw, the $100 bill down. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to take half a sniff because I don't want to end up like this fucking guy. Oh, my God. And, and people like him after they do some nasty shit, they seem to never go the fuck away. I'm sure they wanted to not be seen with him and he kept following them around everywhere they went. Like, dude, get the fuck away, man. You're nasty piece of shit. Oh, God. All right, so, uh, let, so let me get into some here. I got one here. So Russell Brand is in hot water. Yeah. And I he am not... He looks like a creeper, man. Listen, I don't buy any of this. This is a fucking straight-up hit job by the media, man. They do not like this man because he goes out there and says shit that they don't like. If you're in Hollywood, they consider you a part of the cult. Like, you have to do everything. If you want to stay in Hollywood and want to keep that power and keep the movie roles going and the positive press, you have to toe the line. you got to say what they want. you got to take the vaccine. you got to tell others to take the vaccine. You know, as, as long as you're telling people to do what the fuck they want you to do ultimately, you're on their good side. He was making a series of videos, and I don't know what the hell he does exactly. Uh, he used to be an actor, and I think he just talks about shit now and gives opinions. I don't really care for the guy. But he goes out there and says things you know, that make a lot of sense to a lot of people that are on the side of us that are like, yeah, fuck the bullshit. And now they got this hit job, and out of nowhere, all these women are coming out and accusing him of shit. And this is what they do. They find people. They've done, they, they did it to Kavanaugh when he was trying to get, get in. They've done it to many different people that are just you know on our side here. They're doing it to Trump still. So this is what happened here. A woman filed a sexual assault complaint against Russell Brand with London police on Sunday. The woman accused a 48-year-old actor of sexually assaulting her in London. And I'm going to let you pick the year that he apparently did this. Just take a guess. 2013? 2003. You're 10 years <laughs> off. <laughs> 2003, this woman has held this quote-unquote dark secret that's been tormenting her for exactly 20 years after he gets unwoke and starts talking yeah. against, the, against the popular narratives there. So the report comes on the heels of a joint investigation by British media published on Saturday in which four women accused the uh, comedian, and I use those terms very loosely, comedian, because he ain't funny, of sexual misconduct, including rape and sexual assault between 2006 and 2013. <laughs> So that, so you were close. He, he apparently stopped in 2013. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of the women told reporters the actor groomed her for sex when she was only 16, placing a special emphasis on her virginity, innocence, and purity, according to the groundbreaking joint investigation by London Times and Sunday Times newspapers and Channel 4. So Brand, who has denied the allegations of sexual abuse, is a long practitioner of kundalini, a type of yoga that some of its former students say uses predatory and manipulative tactics against followers. So they're trying to call him a cult leader 
He's a yoga cult leader rapist, apparently, who had a reign of terror from 2003 to 2013. <laughs> it's funny how they can find these women, you know, yeah. 20 years after the fact. But we have Ghislaine Maxwell in prison right now. Yeah. Who knows all the dirty secrets behind Jeffrey Epstein and all the people that went to his island and got touched and fucked and did all the shit with children. We can find them in a heartbeat. If I commit a fucking small crime at a Walmart and, and they have a picture of me, they can find me within an hour probably. I'm, I'm sure they can, right? Yeah. But yet, I, I just don't get it, how they pick and choose it. I mean, I, I do, but it, it sounds very conspiratorial. It's like they've got this secret cult. If it, they got this cabal, this fucking weird way they want the world to work. And if you go against that, in any way, they will destroy you and make shit up and everyone's going to go with it. it it's, almost, it's almost like they're all connected somehow, right? <clears throat> But anyway, this is what's happening here. He's been dropped by everybody. Nobody wants anything to do with this guy off a fucking simple accusation that's probably not even true. I, I, I would bet the house that the shit ain't true. Because, he, he, I mean, it, it's at this point now where you can kind of see where the shit's going. If you say anything, if you don't toe the line of the government, this mm -hmm. is what they do to you. And it's fucked up, man, because this guy, I, I'm not a fan of his, obviously. I, I'm, I'm bashing him. I don't think he's entertaining, but the guy has a voice and he has a right to fucking say what he wants to say, you know? I know nothing about this dude, so I don't know. I haven't read any of these articles. I haven't yeah. watched any. I don't know what the hell he's saying. I just don't see this as being true. I give people the benefit of the doubt now. If the media is coming this hard against you, then I think you're they're, innocent. They're, I, I do know that they're pulling like all sorts of all sorts of shit from the past out. Like They're bringing yeah. like, a late night interviews out mm -hmm. and stuff. And, like Something that he said or something that he did. Yeah. Like he had... I don't know. He had Catherine McPhee on on his lap, and he wouldn't let her off. Like he, they're pulling like all the stops out. Well, all Catherine McPhee's out. no angel either. She fucking cheated on oh, her no, husband. I'm not, well, I'm yeah. just saying, like they're like out of nowhere. Like this is like such a big story that they're pulling like all these stupid fucking things from the yeah. past and like putting it in this category. So I, I don't fucking know. Almost as if they had it already there, waiting to plan a coordinated yeah. attack against someone who's more of the vocal opposition of what they're trying to accomplish. You know, it's it's <laughs> so convenient. I will make a bold prediction right now and say Joe Rogan is next. They're going after him next. I guarantee it. They're going to find. They've been looking for shit on him. They probably got a ton of shit. They tried against. Uh, they they tried something against him actually a couple yeah. of months ago. His family. They found his family and they were giving him interviews and shit about how how he was an asshole and he turned on his family. They were they've been anywhere. trying on him for years though because yeah. like a year or two ago yeah. they were going after Joe Rogan and like nothing happened he's fine. They had the picture of him where he was like green. Oh look he's he he came out and made a video of how he got over COVID with ivermectin and he was like green on the CNN video and then he posted the real picture he's like this is how I really look. I'm not fuck I'm not the incredible fucking Hulk. You know I didn't eat too many bananas and the calcium turned me green. It's just. These people are fucking dangerous, man. The most dangerous fucking thing in the world, besides the government and the, you know, BlackRock and the World Economic Forum, is the fucking media, dude. They are right there. They are the they are the arm of the government, man. They fucking attack this man, and he his career is over. His career is fucking over. He's been pulled from everything now. I mean, he's he he's going to end up on the Daily Wire. I, I think they're going to give him a shot. They're going to say, listen, this is fucked up. And I think they're going to offer him a contract and he might end up there like Jordan Peterson. Uh, fucking, uh, I, I hate that motherfucker, Kermit the Frog. But these people have, have, have rights. They have rights to say what they want to say, you know? And, yeah. and, and, and it's very uncruel, or very cruel and unfair how they're getting fucked here. But yeah. Here's another one for you. So, man, this is fucking stupid. So a tourist is outraged by her $1,000 restaurant bill. She called the police after her group was served nearly eight pounds of Alaskan king crab. 
Oh, man. So the Japanese tourist who discovered her restaurant bill had soared to $1,000, took the matter up with the police, saying she was improperly informed of the meal's cost. So this is what police do, people. You get fucking called for a dumb shit like this. When you're ordering something off a menu, aren't you paying attention to the prices? Or did, were the prices not listed? Because some restaurants are like that, though, where they do not put the fucking price. They'll put the calories on there, but they mm. won't put the freaking price. I've seen that before. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. And, then, and that's annoying. But, yeah. like, there should be... most of the, 90% of places have freaking prices on the shit. Well, maybe, like, when you go to a Chinese restaurant and you're at the register and you look up and they have, like, the pictures of the prepared meals. It's, it's the same pictures in any restaurant you go to. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what they saw. I don't know. But her name is Junko Shinba. She was visiting Singapore was dining at the Seafood Paradise restaurant on August 19th when she learned that the chili crab dish she ordered cost about $680. Like, what kind of high-end restaurant is this, man? I'm surprised this happened over there. $600 for a dish. Yeah. <clears throat> and these people are pretty sensible, too. Like, they're supposed to be smart over there, I thought. So Shinba, she's 50, she told Asia One a waiter had suggested the dish, which is famed in Singapore in the neighboring county, Malaysia. But this dish was cooked with an Alaskan king crab, which cost diners about... $20 per 100 grams at Seafood Paradise. Chili crab is typically cooked with mud crabs. So the waiter supposedly told her that the crab dish is priced at $20 without explaining that they charge per 100 grams. Oh, damn. Yeah, I mean, but like, who determined? Do they weigh it in front of you? Because, I mean, they can easily lie about the weight. So anyway, uh, the restaurant showed the entire crab to her group of four people. They... They thought that was her acceptance, like, this is going to be the meal, because they yeah. brought it out to her, and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. So to prevent any miscommunication, the staff even brought the whole king crab to the table before preparation. Uh, Shinba wasn't told the whole crab would be cooked only for us, and assumed her group would only be given a portion of the crab they were shown. An image oh, of the receipt... see, you should have asked then. Yeah. You're assuming a hell of a lot. They're bringing a huge-ass crab out to you. Mm-hmm. But the image of the receipt provided to Asia One News by Shinba showed the Alaskan king crab cost about 680 bucks, which means it weighed about 3.5 kilograms, or 7.5 pounds. Ugh. 600 and something dollars for a 7-pound fucking crab? I don't care how good it tastes, man. Damn, dude. <laughs> there were three full plates of crab and many other dishes. We were unable to finish everything. Combined with the cost of other dishes, the total bill for Shinba's table came to about $1,000 in the receipt. Oh, hell no. She then asked Seafood Paradise to call the police, and officers later arrived in the scene. Imagine being a cop and you show up, and you're just like, what the... Well, what... Yeah, I know, but what else do you do? I would tell them, you figure this shit out. This is your policy, you're the business, you handle it. Unless people are going to start getting violent, I mean, I'll stand back and watch. If something happens, then I will stop it. But you you figure out this price. I, it's not a cop's job to say, well, you pay half. Because the business can't agree with that because they're getting fucked. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, like, what authority does a cop have showing How up? How many people ordered this fucking big-ass king crab over there? That they, I mean, that's expensive. Probably not a lot. They were like, this motherfucker, I mean, like, we were checking on this king crab and he's, and he's about to die. We got to get rid of this motherfucker, you know, <sighs> serve him to somebody before they wow. get screwed. I don't know, but this is crazy, man. So the police showed up. And they were offered a $78 discount off the price of the meal <laughs> as a show of good faith. Oh, my God. Yeah. The police ended up doing nothing exactly like they should have done. And the uh, group had one member of the group actually had money in their credit card and he paid for the meal. Dude, I, I, I would be stressing the fuck yeah. out. Like, how are we supposed to pay this shit? Oh, my God. This is why we don't go the fuck out to eat. 
What about Chipotle where we kind of know what to expect? <laughs> anyway, those prices are getting outrageous. There is no way I'm going to a restaurant paying $1,000 for fucking food. For four people? I don't know. Speaking of which, we went to Chipotle the other day, and you always yeah. talk about how often you don't get it, but you never talk about when you do get it. Um, well, it was good, and it's gone, and I wish I had more. Fucking amazing, man. <laughs> the gift card, it was a $25 gift card. You got two bowls, and it still had to come out of pocket. $3, yeah. That's how fucking out of control this shit's getting with these yeah. prices and whatnot. I knew it. You're yeah. like, you're like, go get two bowls. And I'm like, oh, this gift card's not going to cover it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I get double rice and double meat. That double mm-hmm. meat kills it right there. Yeah, their meat, I mean. Their, their meat is getting a little pricey, but it's so mm-hmm. fucking good. I, whatever. I like the place because, like, you know it's fresh. But the yeah. thing I hate about it is it's so inconsistent. If, it depends who's working that night. I mean, you could say double meat. It could be someone else's single. Yeah, I, I got lucky. I, whoever the hell was working, because the time before... I was jipped. Like, mm. it was just some bullshit fucking bowl. This last time, man, the person loaded it up, and you came out and asked me, are you full? I'm like, I can't, yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I was actually fucking full. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't happened in a while from Chipotle. Could they bring in people there and, yeah. you know, whatever. You got anything else? No, I'm good. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I'll, well, then let me get mine out the way, and then we'll wrap this one up here. So, man, I, 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 I read this next one here. And I felt sad and guilty at the same time. And I'll tell you why. So, you know the actress Leslie Jones, that black lady? Fucking kind of funny. She played in Ghostbusters. She's funny in some stuff yeah. that she does. And then other times it's a little over the top for me. But she, she has been funny. So she's got a book coming out. Yeah. And I read this article because it has to do with Ghostbusters. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, fuck these bitches in that movie that they made. And yeah. man, she, she's got this book out. And shit. So the book is looking back at the abuse and death threats she received for her role in the female Ghostbusters movie of 2016. Oh, do we have to go that far? Like, the movie yeah. sucked, but do you have to give them death threats and stuff? Yeah, this is a little crazy, man. Now, I'm like the biggest Ghostbusters fan out yeah. there. I fucking love these movies, man. I, I love them. They're my favorite all-time movies now because Indiana Jones took a giant shit on the fucking you know, theater floor with the last two movies they made, so they suck now. Ghostbusters is a special movie for me. My my dad took me to go see the second one, and I, it's a memory I'll never forget. So I, I, I remember when the movie came out, I was really mad. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? You know, like, none of the originals are in it, and they got, like, special, like, they're, like, bums on the street or whatever the fuck. They got, like, small cameos. They're not even playing themselves. I was mad about it, but, I mean, this is just taking it to a whole other level. So in her book, Leslie Fucking Jones, a memoir, classy title, Published by Rolling Stone on Tuesday, she recalls how she received so many racist and misogynist comments on Twitter that then-CEO Jack Dorsey had to put a special team on her account to stem the hateful tide. It also launched an investigation from Homeland Security. So that's how serious these threats were. So maybe I'm not the biggest Ghostbusters fan out there because I don't take it that seriously. The movie was supposed to boost her career post Saturday Night Live. But it only gave her heartache and one big-ass controversy, she noted in the excerpt from the, from the book. So Ghostbusters came out July 11, 2016, but before it had even hit the theaters, it had been the subject of intense online abuse. And no surprise that I was the one who got the most of the hate, she wrote, referring to her white co-stars Kate McKinnon, Melissa McCarthy, and Kristen Wiig. I mean, there's a lot of times where you say, all right, the fucking race thing, you can't you know, play that race card. But in this one, I kind of believe her, because if she's getting death threats... I remember the hate about this movie. Yeah. I remember it was bad. 
like these fucking women, they, all of them were fucking shit on. And I, her being the black one and not being and attractive not at all. it's not their fault. Some idiot fucking wrote it. Yeah. Like, the, the movie was trash, but you didn't have to go after them. It's not their fault. They were, Paul Fager were, wrote the movie and directed it. He's the fucking issue here, not them. Yeah. I mean, they took a paycheck. Who, who would turn that down? Exactly. They were getting paid. You would turn that fucking down. Hey, go. I mean, like, I would fucking star in it. Like, if they said, we're going to make a new Ghostbuster movie and they're going to fuck it up, I'd be like, how, is, how much you paying me? I'll do it. Listen, there is not one damn TV show or movie or whatever that I would get pissed off enough or even love mm-hmm. enough no. to send someone a fucking DM or an email oh, or fucking a letter in the mail. Like, I would never. Mm-hmm. I don't care enough about <laughs> shit that I would do that. It doesn't matter. These turn people are horrible people, yeah. man. Like, grow up. Get yeah. a life. And I remember there there were memes of her as like a gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Like they were really taking it there. So she has every right to pull a race card on this one because she, she got shit on. That's not right, man. But for a start, sad keyboard warriors living in their mother's basements hated the fact that this hallowed work of perfect art now featured gasp, horror, women in the lead roles. Worst of all, of course, was the one that lead character uh, was a black woman. For some men, this was the final straw, Jones recalled, even though Winston was a black male and everyone loved the yeah. original Ghostbusters and him too. So I don't, I, I, that part right there, she, she lost me. It got so bad that eight days after the movie premiered, she temporarily took down her Twitter account after multiple attempts to have it hacked. Earlier that same evening, I got in a tweet from Jack Dorsey, the dickhead CEO of Twitter, uh, telling me to DM him. He was aware that I was being brutally attacked with racial slurs and worse, started putting people in my account. This was basically the sort of Twitter taking this shit more seriously. So that she said she still gets it sometimes, and it's a daily occurrence uh, that she gets that people attempt to hack her. So she has her own security team in place to protect her account. She blasted Jason Reitman, son of the original Ghostbusters director, Ivan Reitman, and his tweet that he put out promising that Ghostbusters Afterlife would hand the movie back to the fans and completely ignored the existence of the 2016 comedy. She was offered only $67,000 for that movie, for her part, which is like... What? Wow. Which was way less than Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig were paid. So she said... What the I fuck had to, were they paid? You know, she had to fight to get more, and in the end, she ended up getting $150,000. Wow, for a movie. That's Damn. crazy. But they said that, that it didn't matter how much she was going to get paid in the movie. It was... And this was her quote... This movie's going to blow you up. After this, you're made for life. All that kind of shit. And then in the end, all it made for me was heartache and one big-ass controversy. Wow. So she thought this movie was going to make her a star, and it didn't because the backlash was just insane. Yeah. Over them remaking Ghostbusters with the fucking... I mean, people were clamoring for a third Ghostbuster movie since yeah. 1991. Yeah. And then you fucking say, here's a new one, but it's not going to be what you wanted. Of course you're going to get backlash. <laughs> so you have to take that as an actor the grain of salt and be like yeah I'm doing this role that people are gonna fucking hate but I'm getting paid for it and she only got 150,000 that's ridiculous she had quite a few lines in that movie yeah she did it was a pretty big movie that's ridiculous had a budget you know I, I mean that's pretty bad yeah I guarantee you that Chris Hemsworth who had like fucking a few lines in that movie he probably got paid more than her which is which is bullshit. Unreal, I mean. Yeah, fuck. And he, right. he was on there. You didn't fucking... You could have any fucking dude could have played that part. I mean, you had... Janine wasn't a fucking huge star, Annie Potts, until the movie came out, really. I mean, she, she had a decent little name. But you got this guy, this big star, you put him in a fucking role where he's barely doing anything. I, it's, it's like they were wasting money. The whole movie was a fucking train wreck, and none of it... None of the casting made any sense, but... Yeah. I do feel sorry for her, and... Um, 
Yeah, yeah, no one should have to go through any of that shit, but I do have one more here that's going to upset you because I know how much you love this product and I love upsetting <laughs> you more than anything, so okay. let's hop on into it and then take it home on this beautiful Wednesday. Sound good? Yep. All right, listen, this is your favorite part of the show, and I don't mean the asshole segment. I mean, the Sherry wanted me to let you know part of the oh, show, God. because apparently this is the only fucking time you guys have any conversation. <laughs> so she sent in two. Okay. Uh, one of them's going to freak you out, and the other one's going to make your heart warm. So which one do you want first? Do the freak out, man. <laughs> the freak out? Okay. So Sherry wanted me to let you know, to be careful next time you put something in your mouth. This one happened in DeKalb County, Georgia, where LaRonda Robinson thought she would get her normal cup of coffee at the Quick Trip on Decatur Road. She's a self-professed germaphobe. uh, Oh, man. I'm about to start fucking gagging. Come on, man. She grabbed a cup from the middle of the stack to lessen the likelihood that it was touched by someone else. And this this is her comment. I'm a germaphobe to the 1,000th power. I don't touch anything without gloves or napkins. So she started drinking her, her drink, and as she finished the last few sips, she says she remembers tasting a weird feeling in her mouth. At first, I thought the powdered creamer must have been lumpy, so uh, let me use my tongue in my mouth to smooth it out. Okay, stop it. But that wasn't working. So I said, wait a minute, I didn't use powdered creamer, I used liquid creamer, Robinson said. <sighs> so I spit it out in the, in the QT napkin, and it was a... Do you want me to continue? <laughs> It was a fucking roach. Uh, a fucking roach, dude. Robinson says she instantly started puking and went to the ER before filing a complaint with the Georgia Department of Agriculture about the bug. It died, probably getting burned up in the coffee. But how did it get in the coffee? How did it get in there, she asked. Listen, cockroaches are fucking... Listen, I said... I'm, I'm gagging right now. I'm finding it very hard to talk because this is disgusting. It's gross, man. This is a very personal topic for me, man, because I grew up in a house. When I was a kid, I, 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 I don't give, I will fucking admit it. We were fucking poor, dude. Like, growing up, the first 11 years of my life, we were fucking dirt-ass poor. We were still poor after that, but in a better house. <clears throat> the house I grew up in was a piece of fucking shit, dude. There were holes in walls, fucking stairs missing to get up. You, you had to, like, Spider-Man up the wall to get the fuck upstairs. It was that bad. We had roaches like a motherfucker, man. Like billions of these little motherfuckers. And you, you, you can call in exterminators. You can drop bombs. You can leave for the weekend and have them just destroy the house. You might not see them for an hour and they fucking come out with the middle finger raised like bitches were still here. They don't give a fuck. They are disgusting creatures. And she had one of those motherfuckers in her mouth. Well, you know, people in Fear Factor did it all the time, so I'm sure it's not that bad. But she didn't know. I mean, at least in Fear Factor, they tell you, hey, you're, you're going to drink 10 gallons of horse semen. <laughs> and some woman's like, that's it? That's it? Oh, my God. So, anyway, the Georgia Department of Agriculture conducted a follow-up inspection on Tuesday where the inspector found no roaches. So, the plot thickens here. They're trying to say... Uh-oh. Did she make it up? She plot that motherfucker. And this ain't the first time she had a roach in her or mouth. Or did she let the workers be aware of it, right? And by the time up. the inspectors got there, they had cleaned the fucking place out. If I'm a worker and it someone's had the place had a, down. a roach, I'm going to be like, well, I go on break <laughs> in 15 minutes. Place. Whoops. <laughs> what food place doesn't have that shit? Dude, when I was doing the side hustle, I was fucking sweeping the floor one night. 
And I looked down and I saw one of those cockroaches. That was the night before I said, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Because I, you see them? I was that traumatized. I saw one little fucking German cockroach, little brown pieces of shit. I said, this is fucking it, dude. Because if that little bastard would have latched onto my shoe, we'd be living in fucking roach heaven right now. It'd be all, they'd be all, that's how bad they are. I've never seen anything that reproduces and is harder to get rid of than a fucking cockroach. Besides fucking, you know, like just somebody you don't want in your life. You know, like everyone's got that weird uncle or cousin or someone who comes around for money. Harder to get rid of than that motherfucker. I'm telling you, man, they are the worst. I mean, just even talking about this, I don't even want to say the word roach again. Out of fear, one of them might fucking hear me and come into this bitch. They're that bad. What do you think about this story? Yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. Maybe she's probably, who knows? She could be making it up. Probably is looking for a quick payday because she made such such a big scene. She had all these numbers on speed dial. She probably prepped it already. That's probably what happened. I felt around with my tongue. Why would if there's something weird in your mouth that's yeah. not supposed to be there? Why would you go around feeling it with your tongue? Just spit it out. I, I would immediately spit it out. If there's yeah, yeah. Th- like that doesn't even make sense. That she was like I don't know. I, how can you swallow? And I have this weird thing too. And you could vouch for this that if I'm eating something, and it could be something I love. If I'm eating like a chicken breast. Oh, yeah. And I bite into, like, a piece where there isn't supposed to be bone or anything hard. I will spit it all out and throw the rest of the meal yeah, away. It's, it's garbage. Fucking garbage. And I was so hungry, like, a, it was, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. The last time I fucking had that shit. And I'm fucking chewing. I'm like, yep, fuck this. I was starving. I'm like, the, gone. The um, frozen sausage, too. Yep. A whole pack gone. Or the Johnsonville sausages. Like, if you get a yeah. hard piece in there, like... That's it. Just takes Garbage, one bite. Dude. It could be the first bite. That shit yep. is in the trash. You will not touch it. I never ate sausage <laughs> when I was a kid because my mom used to get the one that you had to cook. Yeah. And there was always like like rock hard seeds in them. And, and they were like sausage seeds, you know. And mm-hmm. some people could eat that shit and chew it and chew the hard seeds. And no, thank you. I chew in this. If I'm chewing something soft and it's chewy and all of a sudden I crunch, gone. Tuna fish. Like... Yep. I don't mind tuna fish once in a while, but if I get like a small piece of bone or something in there, it's done. I'm, I'm done for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If there's a bug, I don't know. And why was it on the bottom of her cup? They would float. They would right? float. I, I it know. was her very yeah. last sip. Like I, it's, A couple things just seem a little shady to me. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a bug in there. It just a couple well, things don't add up. If you're using a straw... And you're sucking from a straw. That thing could be at the top until it's at the bottom, and then you suck it up with the straw. But it's a coffee. It's a coffee. Well, people use coffee straws, right? I thought they use straws for coffee. Do they? I don't know. They, but or, or that's I'm, interesting. I'm trying to think in my head here. The roach would be at the top of the cup if you have a lid on it, and you're just drinking. You would think like you tilt it backwards. The roach would be at the top. You're drinking it and drinking it. Maybe it could have been the last sip. It really could have been. I'm just trying to figure out like how it would work in my head. Like you're drinking the liquid. Also, it gets turned if a there's a way. lid on there, you had to have closed it and seen it. Yeah. You would hear it. Roaches are brown, though. Lifting the cup back. Well, coffee's would, brown. It's like jiggling around in there. There's no. something. Something doesn't sound right with my liquid with money. coffee. You grew up with money. You didn't have those little tiny cockroaches, <laughs> the, the the devilish ones. You've only seen the ones down here that are like you know this German. These fucking uh, stupid the, palmetto, uh, palmetto bugs. bugs. Those those aren't roaches. Those are. I big know. Bugs. That's what. But that's what I see. In you my see head. one, you kill it, and you go with your fucking day. If you see a German cockroach, you drop an A bomb on your fucking house, burn the fucking ground and everything. You consecrate. It, you have a fucking priest come in alright enough scary shit let's go to something sweet here so Sherry also wanted me to let you know that there is a happy ending at one of her most saddest stories she's ever sent in remember the dog who uh, he broke the record for being in a shelter the longest oh yeah guess what he's finally adopted finally so that's all they gotta do man is just put a story out there 
Mm-hmm. Put a sad... I don't care if you make it the fuck up. Put a sad fucking story on Instagram with some sad pictures. Boom. Someone's going to adopt it immediately. Adopt them for the Ukraine. God. Like, it's just like... It's so <laughs> You think it's so simple. Yeah. And then you got these poor dogs stuck in there for hundreds of days. Yeah. So, Kimmy Gibbler, great name for a fucking ugly-ass pit bull. Remember Kimmy Gibbler from uh, yeah, Full, Full House? House? A four-year-old pit bull mix is a comeback artist. Catch the ball, come back. Drop the ball, come back. Sitting in her new yard in Lowell, she's in the final chapter of an epic comeback. A story that starts with Zoe Goering, the uh, Human Society of West Michigan. <laughs> I was there with Kimmy, uh, when, when Kimmy came in, actually, said Goering. She's super resilient. So, she was rescued from a dogfighting rink. <sighs> Holy shit, that's like right. I remember. Assholes. Yeah. That that's why nobody wanted her because she came from a dog fighting rank. They should have just lied to me, like, no, this dog's sweet as fuck, man. The second, yeah, that's what I'm saying, just lie. The second you like raise your hand to yawn or something, she's fucking biting your <laughs> neck. <laughs> oh, Kimmy Gibbler. But yeah, she got picked up, so I just wanted to update everybody with that one. Kimmy Gibbler, she was once fighting for her life in the ring and now she's fighting for more scratches on the couch. So people, <laughs> Kimmy Gibbler is safe. She's been picked up. I just wanted everyone to know out there. I didn't want everyone. Sherry wanted me to let you guys all know that you can stop emailing this animal shelter. They've been picked up with this damn dog. You got it, dude. Kimmy Gibbler. Now, that was uh, Stephanie, that was right? What's it? No. Wasn't you, that Michelle? You got it, dude. That was Michelle. The other one had the other one. Uh, what the fuck did the other one? Stephanie. She had a line, too. I can't remember. But, they, yeah, they all had a fucking saying. She had a fucking line. What the hell was her line, goddammit? She might have been, you got it. No, no, it was Michelle, you got it, dude. What the hell did Stephanie say? Stephanie Tanner. Her name was Stephanie. I can't remember. Someone is shouting it. <laughs> Someone's screaming, you fucking... How rude. How rude. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. I had to fucking Google it. How rude. <laughs> I you knew got she it, had dude. something. Oh, motherfucker. I can't believe this life I live. All right, so I just feel like a fucking asshole right now, I guess. And I can't believe I haven't figured it out yet. I mean, I, I, I had it was on the tip of my tongue. That's I, the last one. Thank you. <laughs> Just cut my balls off. Why don't you? Well, the last two times you've asked me, I had no answer for you. So yeah. this time I'm just going to cut you off. Just, and just, just cut me the fuck off. Good, because I was drowning for a second. It's been a weird fucking day. All right. So, uh, oh boy, here we go. This person wants to know, am I the asshole for wanting my bridesmaid to cover up more due to her boobs popping out of the dress we picked? Who is this? Is this yours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this could go anyway. This, uh, yeah, this one. <clears throat> Immediately what pops out at me is the fact that you're the bitching boobs? about her boobs popping out <laughs> of a dress that you picked. Right, yeah. You would think if you're picking out a dress, these dresses aren't all the same size because these women aren't all the same size. You would get an appropriate size dress. And sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes each one of your bridesmaids wears the same sort of thing, but the style is a tiny bit different. Yeah. Same color, but they might be a little... Uh, different. So if she's got such a big chest, why didn't you... F- this is on you. Yeah. They don't pick them out. Yeah, I'm like, man, I know your fucking aunt with the huge tits wants to fucking come to the wedding, but Jesus, she can't wear the dress. And even if you let the girls pick them out, yeah. you have the final approval. Yeah. It's your wedding, so this is your fucking fault. You, you know what's fucked up, too? Unless you got a boob job. I can relate to this woman with, with with the large chest because every time I'm invited to a wedding, they make me wear like three towels on my fucking waist. I have no idea why. You're an idiot. But they make me wear these fucking towels. They want me to wear a fucking kilt and all sorts. I'm like, what the f- what what's wrong with the pants I have on, guys? You're a moron, dude. <laughs> You're so stupid. 
stupid. <laughs> oh, fuck. Actually, I thought about it. I'm done. I have eight bridesmaids. Where I only wanted one since we're a family. I don't know what the fuck that means. We have gone through so many dresses that no one could agree on. I was going to pay for them since not everyone could afford it when I don't have to. I didn't want a church wedding, but apparently they made me do that too. This person just sounds very fucking mad about this whole situation, about the big titty chick. Nope, I'm doing this as my last thing. I'm getting the wedding, and I want the family to, to, to screw off. Jesus, this person they're just going off. I just want to get to the fucking uh, the, the question here. I'm keeping my BFF, and the rest can screw off. I'm not even friends with almost all of them. I am moving my venue. I'm done. Okay, rant over, please. I was going to have to spend $1,600 on everyone, and I'm not paying for a tailor. I'm done. All right, so all right, so before I keep reading this, man, I just got to let you know, this person is obviously unhinged when they're writing this one, so it makes no fucking sense. I'm reading it verbatim, and it makes no fucking sense to me. It had a good title, so yeah. we're, we're yeah. going to go with it. We're going to fucking roll with this one, you <laughs> illiterate motherfucker. A very angry about big titty bitch. So update, I informed everyone we need to find different dresses, and I'm getting pissed off text since we have been shopping five times before this, and this was the only dress that everyone liked. I will make it really clear because obviously they fucking haven't so far. Her boobs are literally falling out. She moves and pop, the girls are out. <laughs> I mean, we went shopping for bridesmaid dresses and we found one that we all liked. It is a V-line strapless dress. Now my one friend Cindy has a much bigger chest than the rest of us, so when she tried it on, her breasts were basically popping out. Everyone else has a smaller chest and didn't have this problem at all. We tried a larger size and it was way too baggy, uh, so we talked to the employee and they suggested a panel to give more support and coverage. I informed Big Titty Cindy that we will add a panel to hers and it will all be good. What the fuck is a panel? I'm a guy. I don't know what the fuck a panel is. What is that? Probably just like a, a cloth. Oh, like a boob like, window. Like a, a boob window. Not a what window. It is. It's a boob window. You have to go window shopping. You, you stare and oh, there's, stop God. staring at my tits. Like I'm, I'm window shopping, ma'am. You got the window there. She got really mad at me and told me I was shaming her. She called me an asshole and left. She accused me of calling her fat. Big titties has nothing to do with being fat. I mean, it, it can help some women. But I've seen fat women with small boobs and skinny women with large chests. It has nothing to yeah. do with that, right? I don't know. Uh, my other bridesmaids are on my side, especially since I'm paying for the dress. And we all know dresses look different on people since everyone has different body types. She informed me I, that she will not be going and dropping out of the wedding, which makes me feel like an asshole. She was moving a bit at the shop and her breasts were popping out. It wasn't my fault. They're too big. They weren't staying in and it was especially bad when she went to reach for things and they just kept on doing their own thing. Am I an asshole? I'm going to say she's not because she offered to have it fixed. Mm. She offered to have like the panel put on there so yeah. they would be more contained. Yeah. And bitch, wear a strapless bra or something. You can't just be popping out all over the place. Like, she can't help respect. her titties, man. But, like, yeah, but you should be able to take care of that. This is a wedding. Yeah. You know, this isn't some fucking frat party. I don't know. Well, so, I mean, if that's the dress they all picked, and she's like, listen, I got some big-ass titties, motherfuckers. Right, so then she's going to have to deal with it getting fixed. Yeah, yeah. The dress has to be fixed, so she's not popping out all over the place. And if you don't like that, then you don't fucking come. I don't know. I, I think this woman is an asshole. They're, really? They're only tits, man. Seriously. Like, if, like if you... But do you want what that What do they shit? think? <laughs> I mean, what are they going to think? When, <laughs> when did women's boobs become this fucking horrible thing, you know? Well, they're not. But, like, if I'm getting married, 
I don't want to see your tits all over the freaking dance floor. Like, come on. I mean, I don't want to see them either, but the I thing is, it's like, TV. that's the person's <laughs> body and that's the dress they picked. If, if I'm at a wedding and, I'm, and I see a pair of giant tits, that's the one I'm going to want to sit next to at the reception. I'm just... Yeah, waiting for them to pop out. <laughs> Hurry up. God, Can no. you help me change this light bulb up there? No, I mean, not to mention, it's your wedding. The attention yeah. should be on you. It shouldn't be on some bitch freaking flopping all over the place. Yeah. You know, like, no, I, I don't think she's an asshole because she offered, she's paying for it for one. Yeah. Two, she said that the seamstress or whatever could fix it. I don't know. I just feel like this is a petty thing to argue over. I think she's an asshole. Like, like can't she wear the thing with her huge tits hanging out and then just put, like, a fucking like, <laughs> scarf thing that women wear over that, I think that's what they were going to do. Like, the same yeah. color, just add the extra fabric so it's not a V-neck for yeah. this one. It's going to have to go straight across so the shit stays in. Yeah. I, I think this know. woman's an asshole. I don't. I don't. Like, it's her wedding. She's paying for it. She's a scumbag. And I do want to add that I would it, like to see video of her on the trampoline trying on the dress <laughs> as proof that this woman's breasts are too large for the dress. Because I would have to see some kind of video proof of this. They're popping out. Like, if she yeah. can't even fucking bend down. That's okay. Like... She's got to be really yeah, careful. brought. Like, what is the problem? Really fucking careful, man. Or, like, uh, there's things that they can wear that, that contain well, that shit, right? There's got to be something. Yes. Yeah. Tape. Don't celebrities use some kind of fucking magical tape? I just want to know how big these titties are if she can't wear a fucking like, dress. shit. I mean, holy shit. So what do you think? Not the asshole, then? No, I, I don't think so. Just because it's her wedding and she's, and she's paying for it and she offered to have it fixed. Yeah. So because she did all that, I, I, don't, I don't think she's an asshole. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that shit either. I please, yeah. please, no. God, Jesus. Pull up your fucking pants. Keep your fucking tits in, in your outfit. Keep them I don't. In. I don't need to see anyone's body part, male, female. What the fuck have you? I don't care. No, I, I agree with. Keep that. it contained. Thank you. I agree. All right, fine. <laughs> Not the asshole, even though I'm saying she's an asshole. <laughs> fucking amen. It'll be fun because Friday I'm gonna have backup. You're going to have a lot of backup. <laughs> Everyone's going to be fucking bashing me and it's going to piss me off. But whatever. That's just the life I live because ultimately I am the asshole. So, mm. What are you going to be doing for the next couple of days? I don't know. I did see um, a docuseries on Apple that I think came out today with uh, Super, it's called Supermodels or something like that. Mm. Cindy Crawford and Naomi Campbell and oh. uh, two others that I don't recognize at all. But I, I knew those two. So I'm like, I oh. Like couple episodes i think it's four episodes i might watch that mm-hmm. uh, finish a serpent queen um that's, that's about it most beautiful model of all time i thought city crawford was number one yeah they, easily two others that i just i didn't recognize their names at all so i, I don't know who they are fuck them i won't be doing shit i think up next for uh my biff and i i think we're gonna finish up this whatever the fuck that show was called the witches show discovery of witches yeah we're gonna finish up that one and uh i don't know man there's so much shit to watch our list is growing and growing more and more by the day so we'll figure it out and get back to it on friday tell them how they can find us you can find us at voice of misery on all platforms and voice misery podcast at gmail.com and live show we'll be putting out the information on that on Twitter or the channel, it'll be out there. So keep an eye yeah, out on hey. those things for the live show. And if you subscribe to us, click on the subscribe button on Podbean's app and you'll get the notification. So we'll see you on Friday.